Blog Talk Radio. I thank God when I remember you. I'm confident that the one who began a good work in you will complete it. Philippians 1, verse 6. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. The ChristCast 2020. My name is Jason Dyson alongside Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with one mission. And sometimes, Kiki, you get lucky. Here we are going into the Thanksgiving week. I open up my study Bible on the book of Philippians, and it's a book that Paul starts and ends by giving thanks to God, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Uh, a little quick show note, we will not be here next Thursday. No show next week, don't expect it from yes. us and be all angry. Yes, or thinking that we have been silenced in some way, we have not. No. Um, we're going to take Thanksgiving week off, I think we're both looking forward yeah. to it, I know I am. And so um, we want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving, first happy and foremost. Uh, but and it you're was not just allowed to play Christmas music until after After, that's right, and you'll hear us playing our Christmas Christmas bumps next after next week, not not before. We don't start Christmas in July like uh, Hobby Lobby and Hobby other Lobby. places. Hey, folks, it's a good time to kind of catch up where we are, though. The New Testament is actually broken down into four parts, and we're smack in the middle of it. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are biographies of the life of Jesus Christ. Then the Acts of the Apostles, which is Acts is all the history of the early church and kind of like a backstory of where they are now. Absolutely. And now where we are are in the what they're called the Pauline epistles, the letters of instruction. These are letters to the churches on building and in fact leading the church. And we're going to talk about the letter writing here in just a second. And then the final part is the revelation, which is the prophecy, which is the future, what we all have to look forward to. If you're lucky, you're looking forward to it. If you don't believe... You might want to yeah, be scared. Yeah, it's not going to be so great for you. I can remember being, I must have been in maybe third or fourth grade. We would we would sit us down in elementary school and teach us how to write a letter. You know, oh, dear yeah. grandma, you put your date over here, indent the paragraph. You got to put your And I'll never forget my teacher said, don't ever start a letter with an apology. Don't say, I'm sorry, I haven't written in a while. I don't know why, but it just stays. Never start with a question. That's yes. what I've been told. I remember the thing about apology. But anyway, let's talk about letter writing in the Greco-Roman world. Despite the fact that they did not have a postal service per se, that conquest of the Roman, the Roman Empire was actually well suited with the roads and everything, that yeah. letters traveled great distances, um, and it was a great way to keep in touch with people in the absence of phone and text and social media. They had a better connection than we probably do now with all the internet. It's probably absolutely true. So letters in the Greco-Roman world included... They have almost the same format, except they have an introduction, a statement of thanks. They have that little paragraph before the main body of the letter, then the final statement of farewell. It's the same setup, except they have that little statement of thanks. Yep, which was, and and Paul, being a, a Roman citizen, grew up with learning how to do this. And I love the fact that his letters reflect that format. But he changed the greeting into an invocation of grace and peace. He changed the greeting to a prayer, which is cool. Added prayers to the Thanksgiving section, and... Then he added a prayer to the end as well. So it's always something to look back on and saying, if you have a prayer at the beginning and a prayer at the end, that's two different things you could pray about, or it's kind 
kind of relating back to the beginning. Yeah, these letters that Paul is writing are, are wonderfully interesting, and yet it's interesting in terms of he's using the communicative mediums of his time to spread the he good news. He used this to his advantage, yes, definitely. Yes, absolutely. And that's why you've heard Kiki say before, hey, if you have a microphone and a computer, you can start your own podcast. You exactly can what we're doing. use the communicative mediums that you have at your disposal. Well, in this particular letter, Paul went one step further. He drops a poem right <laughs> into the middle of the letter, um, Philippians. This letter is devoid of a lot of doctrine. It's devoid of a lot of... Um, well, it, strict it, laws that were in yeah. the present that day. He yeah. kind of goes back to the basis saying... This is what you need to do. It is not that hard, but it's hard to and break a is, habit. And this is the church that he absolutely loves. I think we find the story of his trip to Philippi in the 16th act, chapter of Acts, but don't quote me on that. Hey, folks, we're going to talk about this wonderful, rather short epistle to the uh, Philippians, and we're going to do it all right after this. God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. No longer bound by chains, left at an Right. Look at Paul dropping a wow. poem in the middle. Who knew, right? That's really weird because I had to memorize that last Did week. you really? I, we had to memorize Philippians 2, 5, 3, 13. I did not know that. It was a big memory verse. <laughs> that is a big memory verse, and it's funny because in my study Bible, it encourages people to memorize that, and that's just the second half of it. It was hard. Yeah, it's, it's actually a lot. That's like what? That's It's a lot of memorization Five, for six, sure. Yeah, seven, it's quite a eight, bit. Nine, we ten. just did half of it, and we did not do it for memory, folks, just so you know. Something else I learned this past week is that I cannot spell the word tongue. I am a terrible speller. Terrible speller. We got counted off on our memory verse and we didn't spell tongue correctly. So I had to force myself to learn Oh, you can remind me because I couldn't. um, Thank God for spell. Thank God. Hey, there we go. Thank God for spell check. We're doing that until later. (laughs) We're going to talk. Hey, let's talk about where we are. Well, as usual, Paul is in the good old Roman prison about 60, 63 A.D. Ish, ish. And, of course, you had a little help with this letter. Who wrote the letter? He, the Apostle Paul had help from Timothy, who at the time, was he in the prison with him? Not in the prison with him, no, not so in the prison So that kind of helps you have an outside <laughs> yes. story. And of course, this is the same Timothy. Uh, when we get to what are called the pastoral epistles, First and Second Timothy, you'll find this interesting, Annalisa. Timothy at the time is about your age. Uh, historians believe he's about 16, 17 years old. when Tim- he, Timothy's better than I am. Yes, well, he's very young, and he's going to go on to be a pastor in the church in Ephesus. In fact, there's a a passage in one of the books to Timothy where Paul says, hey, don't let people intimidate you because you're young. You know, you're you're a solid guy in the Lord, and uh, age has nothing to do with it. And so... We'll get to Timothy in we'll time. We'll get back to him. Don't Since worry. it's Thanksgiving week, we're keeping a little short today. We're going to combine the big ideas and how they can be applied today. The first is, this is what got me, Kiki. Paul is in prison, okay? Yeah. This is not one of those minimum security prisons where he's playing shuffleboard and guard. basketball. Yeah, none of that stuff is happening. He doesn't have a phone to call home. This is probably one of the dankest, nastiest cells you can imagine mm. um, in Rome. And this is where he is. And in spite of all that, 
in this letter, it is just all about thanks. He is thankful. He's in chains. He is seen the glory of God. And so the way to apply that today, especially as we head into Thanksgiving, is be thankful to God in all your troubles and in all your triumphs. Because Paul's being thankful that he's just not dead at this point. <laughs> That's probably what he's most thankful about. But if you read through the whole book, he's being joyful about his situation. He's happy about where he's at right now. So for us, that's meaning even if you're suffering or being persecuted, be joyful in your relationship with Jesus Christ because that relationship is really all that matters. That doesn't mean you should neglect other relationships, but that means like that is a super important relationship. And the relationships with other Christians can help strengthen that relationship with Jesus as well. Yeah, I also love this book because we get introduced to that um, uh, female entrepreneur, Lydia, who makes that great purple cloth. Oh. And um, I just, you know, like I said, I, I come up with these pet theories based upon my reading through the Bible. Something tells me that when the Apostle Paul, who's struggling to make a living as a tent maker, met Lydia, he probably thought, wow, she's got a really good business wow, here. Wow, she's got a good gig. Yeah, that, why couldn't I learn how to, well, of course, the purple fabric wasn't available in Ephesus. Yeah. It's, in, it's in plentiful supply because of the kind of shellfish that were near Philippi. And so uh, it, it's a great, great book of the Bible. And again, folks, if we wanted to, we could come on the air and just read the entire book in its entirety. That would be insanely boring. Yeah. We, we do this in hopes that you will go read the book of Philippians Rather and extract from it your own meaning. Ours is just letter. kind of like a quickie notes or a spark note summary of spark the whole. Notes. Spark right. notes. Spark summary of the whole Bible. Yeah. But this is us having piqued your interest in different books so that you may go and read it on your own time. Well, listen, folks, as we head into the Thanksgiving season, when we come back, this is crazy, when we come back, we're going to get into our All Roads Lead to Bethlehem series like we did Ooh. last year. We will not be back in the New Testament until the new yeah. year, which is... It's our last Thanksgiving show. Oh, uh, after, yes, I know. It's our last Thanksgiving show. Um, because I, if you don't know, we are getting new listeners all the time. We've been doing this for five years. Kiki graduates in May of 2020, and we're going to sunset the ChristCast 2020 podcast. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go back and You'll be there for all time. That's all right. Them. I went back and looked. It is amazing to me how many listen to the old shows. My voice probably sounds different. It does sound different. Yes, especially when you go back to the first. So, hey, we're going to finish just by letting y'all know, uh, ladies first, um, what we're thankful for. So what are you thankful for this year, Kiki? Honestly, I'm just kind of thankful for people who are mentally stable in my life to help me through emotional times. Like, I'm so thankful for my mom this year because this year's kind of shown who my real friends are, who I kind of want to keep around, and I'm just really thankful for people who have, like, a clear mind on the situation. Wow, that is powerful stuff because I've told you, I'm sort of vicariously reliving my senior year with you, <laughs> um, and I've told you this story, and I'll tell people this. I'm not ashamed. It's been a long time. But in October of my senior year, I had finally arrived. Man, I was the cool you kid. The I had my new red motorcycle. Everyone thought I'd finally this cool guy, Jason, has finally come into his own. By Thanksgiving of that year, everything had changed. I mean, I had gone from being someone who was quite well-liked 
to someone who was being terribly vilified, and it, it wouldn't turn around until after. And you know how high school is. High school it's sucks. it's tough. It's tough. It can be tough. Oh, I am yeah. I am thankful for my faith and my family. I'm thankful for the spoken word. But I got to tell you, I'm I'm thankful that we. You know, um, I spoke to someone that said, you know, who who hired you to do this? This show. No we one. came up with this. This is our creation. Well, you had a crosscast before this. We had the crosscast before this. That's right. Then I had to write. Honestly, I actually had to write a whole paper about a time that changed my life, and I actually wrote about this show. I never knew that. I'll send you the paper. <laughs> Please I, do. I got a hundred on it. <laughs> Please do. I never, folks. I just learned something. I last last week I learned that it's ultra beauty, not ultra beauty. Oh. And this year, this week I learned something too. Uh, I am thankful for the spoken word. I'm thankful that we have the freedom to do this. I mean, no freedom one stops us. Yeah, freedom of speech. Yeah. And so, uh, you have it too, folks. And I encourage you to use it um, to glorify God in everything you do. That really is the key, uh, Philippians. That the the apostle Paul is giving thanks for a monetary gift yeah. that that is sent to him from Philippi while he's in. And prison. we should be thankful that we have day by day to live by. Absolutely. I'm because thankful every day for the little blessing. things I have. It's been the most transformational year of my life with my son going off to college, which you knew I wasn't going to handle mm. very well, uh, but I'm thankful for... He doesn't for... allow himself to cry, even though he kind of needs <laughs> That's right. i got to stay strong. Hey, folks, uh, check out this wonderful book of the Bible. This is a church that it's was near read. and dear to the Apostle Paul's heart. Uh, when we're le- reading this book, it is a, a pretty mature church. Uh, you hear him refer to bishops and deacons in the church, so you know it's been established yeah. for a little while. It's a bit of a shorter read, but it's a very yeah. good one. Uh, we're going to close it out with one of my absolute favorite verses in all the Bible, Philippians 2.14. Do everything without complaining so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God in a crooked and depraved generation in, in which you shall shine, shine like stars in the universe. universe. Happy Thanksgiving, Annalisa. Happy Thanksgiving. You've been listening to the ChristCast 2020 podcast and to God be the glory. Free no practice runs in life. This is-